From the campus of Stanford University and on location, this is the Entrepreneur's Radio Show and Podcast, featuring in-depth, one-on-one interviews with purpose-driven entrepreneurs and high-performance people, committed to ideas, positive outcomes, and a better world. Our radio show and podcast illuminates the struggle, breakthroughs, and exceptional outcomes these game changers bring to industries, organizations, and lives. Hosted by Tom DiOro, principal of Podfather Media. For our guest today, we're going to welcome Dr. Meluna Fausch, founder of Pitch Perfect Presentations. Meluna coaches founders, executives, leaders, and professionals in the art and science of effective, dynamic public speaking presentations and pitches her superpowers i love that her superpowers include an intuitive creative and scientific problem solving perspective coming from multifaceted experience in the nine to five world as an entrepreneur and on stage and screen as a performer for more information feel free to visit melunafausch.com that's meluna last name f-a-u-s-c-h.com for melunafausch.com meluna <laughs> Thank you for coming on our show. Happy to happy to meet you, see you, and uh, have you on your show. Thank you so much. It is a pleasure to be here, Tom. Well, we like to start our show off sometimes, with, uh, sometimes often with something funny, if you, if you will. I know in our times, it's not not a lot is funny, but if you can go- gather any sense of humor, uh, whether it's personal, business, anything that you can think of recently, or even if it was in the past, that you can draw on now as a, it, at, at the time it may not have seemed that uh, humorous, but you know, it worked out and maybe even worked out even better. And now looking back, you can see it with a, with a sense of humor. Something I heard yesterday that was so funny, it was in an e-newsletter, and I don't know who to attribute it to, but it reminds me of staying in the moment and being aware of what's happening. It is a story of Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson. And Sherlock Holmes woke up in the middle of the night and could see the stars. And he said, Dr. Watson, to what do you attribute this to? What does this mean? And Dr. Watson went into this whole story about the stars and the galaxies and the planets and on and on and on. And they kept having a discussion. And Dr. Watson said, what does it mean? Sherlock, my friend, and Mr. Sherlock Holmes said, it means that, or what I deduce is, because I can see the stars and we're out camping, someone has stolen our tent. (laughs) Okay, there you go. Uh Aha, there's so much Uh you can draw from that. So much you can draw from that. Now, speaking of a stolen tent... We all walk around with, in effect, a stolen tent because we're focusing on not so much on the stars, but we're looking for things we think we need to be looking at. Whereas it's so much is, uh, I think, internal. It's it's within us. And studying and uh, reviewing the the works that you have done, I see that so much of what you do is obviously there's a formula to it and a science and an art, but mm-hmm. there's a having them uh, having people have an understanding of themselves. Is that true or am I even reaching? No, you're absolutely right. When we self-assess and we hire professional help, we might say, to discover what is it about my voice? How am I showing up? How am I sounding? How am I presenting? It is the greatest self-discovery. It is the biggest professional and personal growth 
you will ever do. I'm speechless and I'm not supposed to be. So (laughs) that self-discovery, can you touch on self-discovery as a a, um, practitioner and then as a person for you, what it means for you as well? For me, I looked up the word entrepreneur before our show together. I'm one of those people I want to understand the word. Am I using the word correctly when I'm working with the client? Is that the word? Here's the meaning in dictionary.com. Entrepreneur is a person who organizes and manages any enterprise, especially a business, usually with considerable initiative and risk. And I love that because for me, starting out nine to five and selling and being on stage and camera and just doing all of the things as an entrepreneur businesswoman, I have learned so much about myself. And owning a business and being an entrepreneur is the greatest self-discovery you'll ever go on. Because every day you'll have to show up and you'll have to learn and grow and serve your purpose and it goes on and on and on from there. Well, that that the greatest self-discovery. Do you think one can be is born this way? Can one develop it? Or well, it's convenient to say or both, but where do you feel or where have you experienced it is? It's in, innate or it's learned? For me, it's more innate. Okay. I'm more of a solo act, I'll say. I didn't really like taking orders. <laughs> Some of my <laughs> early nine to five, more like nine to eight. I couldn't understand why people would hire an intelligent employee that wanted to contribute. And what they really wanted was a worker bee, nine to five, and not really contribute, not add to the bigger equation. So I would say by my design, I'm more of an entrepreneur. I do think it can be learned, but I think we're born more likely to be one way or another. Some people just love the risk and the journey of doing things their way. Very interesting. Actually, beyond interesting, I'll share a quick story about that. A friend of mine is from another country, Argentina specifically. I was employed by a company at the time, and I said, hey, you know, it's just not working. The person's way, the stereotypical micromanaging. And I said, so I'm just going to start my own firm that does, you know, what I do as, a, as an advisor, and uh, I'll get going on this. And he said, are you kidding? He calls me Tommaso. Tommaso, that is strictly an American way of thinking. And I went, what do you mean it's American? It's like, that's what you do. You don't want to work. You got to make money somehow. So you you just go, well, I'll start what, I, what my skill set is, and I'll bring it to people that might be able to use it. But I, to this day, as you can tell, I'm thinking, what does he mean? And I have a, my own understanding, but to you, is a, it's, it's kind of an American mindset in his view coming from another country. I, I would say it is more of an American thing. We are, our purpose is we are a little more independent in this country. And I do know entrepreneurs in other countries. Sure. I would say it's easier to start a business here. Okay. In, in my opinion, the countries I'm very familiar with. I carry a Swiss passport. I married a Swiss man. I'm very familiar with their culture. And I would say I probably know more employees. And it is not so easy to start a business there. Is it the legality? Uh, here. 
is the legalities, the the social, meaning your immediate family, your secondary family, whatever else. It's just such a, what are you going to do and how are you doing it? Uh, how's this all going to work? It is true. I think there were more rules and regulations, more actual credentials needed. So I, I think that's a good thing, credentials that people really are trained in professionals. It is more of a culture of conformity and don't rock the boat. So entrepreneurship could be seen as rocking the boat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great. So rocking the boat. So let's go to rocking that. How do you level that rocking of the boat with your profession and your, your expertise? I help people. Some, some folks need to find their voice, first of all. They, they haven't even located or uncovered or unleashed that voice. Some need permission to be heard because they were never encouraged or coming from a culture. I myself was told to sit down, be a little lady, and we don't want to hear from you. So you can imagine back in the day, not being heard, not singing loud enough, being afraid to use my voice, being afraid to be punished for using my voice. I had to learn how to be really, really loud. So that was part of my journey. And helping people rock the boat means that your personal branding, the way you express is effective and your message is being heard. So it stabilizes that boat. Very well stated. You're listening to the Entrepreneur's Radio Show and podcast on KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM. We're talking today with Dr. Miluna Fausch, founder of Pitch Perfect Presentations. For more information, feel free to visit milunafausch.com. That's milunafausch.com. With business changing and evolving almost on a yearly basis, in, in of course, during our, uh, um, our pandemic era or period right now, what have you seen that's different or how are you thinking or feeling or working on how to address and change and work with the new executive or executive since we've, I call it, we've all entered this new portal, like all of us just collectively just, and the old one shut off and we're all in this new portal together. Everyone, it just really, for lack of a better word, leveled the playing field, I feel. How, how are you thinking to still coach, you know, with an executive or an officer or founder, if not the same as you did before? I love what you said. It is a new portal. The old way of doing business has died, and we're not yet sure what we're creating, the new world. All of my clients now are on Zoom, which I've used Zoom professionally for two or three years now, with my people who are not geographically located here in the San Francisco Bay Area. It works well. We can record. I can see the top half of them. I also can't wait to go in person to offices locally because I miss that human interaction. And all of us, people are really social creatures. We're not designed for isolation. What I do see is happening, we will be doing a lot more meetings over webinar, over Zoom, over the video platform. So my training has shifted to a little more of that. How do we look on camera? How do we present? How does our voice need to change? When we're on a smaller screen, a computer and a video camera versus 
the entire body showing up and then we get a lot of a lot more visual cues on that visual cues i like how you said here a number everything frankly but in particular you have to a person has to be unleashed or ask permission to be heard do you still find that even as adults do you find your clients as adults still seek a certain level of uh, permission i do a lot of folks here have so much success largely because of their education or credentials or their technology background and what they're not so skilled at is the communication part and being able to verbally express outside the inside brilliance i call it their superpowers mm. I have folks who are still suffering from mom and dad telling them to be quiet or being punished for having a different opinion. Some are from cultures. I have a young woman from the Chinese culture. She is not to be heard as a woman. So she deals with that family and the culture that she grew up in. I don't know if I mentioned but a lot of imposter syndrome syndrome easy for me to say <laughs> happening. So folks are so well educated and so intelligent but they're afraid to show vulnerability and to mm. say I don't know. They very much need permission to be heard and to be emotional and to fully express. So that 100% shows up, not 50. Or twenty-five. Wow! So you're accessing that as close to a hundred, if not a hundred, all the time. Uh, that imposter syndrome, if you don't mind, let's talk about that because I, I believe everyone, you know, I've felt it. I'm not sure how often pe other people feel it, but I, my opinion, my experience believes that it. it's come. It comes from a place within, meaning that you're not either not worthy or that you're not enough. To meet whatever the circumstances is and the only way i at least i've overcome it is to realize i'm you know basically i feel more than enough how do you get into that soul part of a person to bring that out when technically it looks like okay if you learn how to speech speak or present yourself well it's it's obviously it's your body positioning it's the breathing through your diaphragm it's keeping your head at a certain length whereas you're getting into the kind of the soul of it i noticed is that true it is. I love to work on all levels and go deep if, if I am welcome to do that by the client. It varies a lot, as you can oh, imagine. There's nothing finer than helping a person stay in the moment. And a lot of that is breath work. Because what happens, we become a talking head. We leave our body, right? We're on stage. We can't remember anything. Our brilliance has left the planet because we've become a clicker of our slides and a talking head. And when we can learn that it's not outside of us, but we have that information inside, we can continue to breathe, continue to stay in our body, Get the focus off ourselves, shine the light on the audience, open our heart, share openly. That's when you can truly connect with your audience, with your board team, your members, with your employees, when you're having a sales demo. That's being in the present and being a gift and a present to yourself and the other person.
Excellent. Can you share with us? You don't, of course, have to name names. I'm sure you know, your clients are uh, some of which are confidential. Where someone came to you, let's just go extreme, where they were almost petrified. Um, but if they were courageous enough to approach you and reach out to you, and uh, from their first attempt at presenting themselves in front of a group larger than, say, two or three people, can you take us through what that was like to bring them from that sort of petrified, unsure person into one that's like, you almost look forward to hearing them now in a public venue? Absolutely. I had a very well-educated, super intelligent woman who happened to be born in another country who works for a major player here in the San Francisco Bay Area. And she was so insecure she was about to do a company-wide presentation. And I met with her, gosh, I think for a while we met a couple times a week. And she had written this beautiful PowerPoint presentation, but it's not about that, it's about how you deliver. And I just continued to work with her on her own brilliance, understanding the difference between humility and or actually being humble versus what I call false humility, which Mm. just diminishes your power. And it's what you said. You think I'm not enough no matter what I do, no matter how many degrees. And we just continued to practice and pull it apart and begin at the end and begin in the middle and then at the beginning and her body posture and her breathing. And then I would play the audience heckler and ask her really, really nasty, strong questions to allow her to feel that and stay in her power, stay in her strong posture, firmly grounded, and answer those questions to the best of her ability. It was like a flower blossoming. (laughs) And I think by the end, she would say to you, it was actually fun for her to present. Fun. Oh, my goodness. Jeez. (laughs) To to, to go, wow. The F word, fun. I like that, the F word, the three-letter word, fun. Taking that fun into it, is is there always a goal you have with a client in mind, or do they share with you, here's what I, here's what I, a person I would like to emulate. Do they ever do that? You know, say here's kind of like a barber. I don't, I don't have hair that you can I can express a, a certain haircut. But when I did, you go to a and say, hey, you know, I like this hairstyle. Can you do that with your presence as well? Absolutely. Okay. Folks come to me with many, many different thoughts and opinions. One of the things I always do is set a goal, outcomes, measurables, also in more intangible. How are you going to feel? What's this going to look like? Are you going to start having fun? Things like that. And some people do have specific speakers or voices that they like. And I love when they bring me that because I can listen or watch and see what values they relate to. And then we have a discussion. Well, what is it about that voice? What is it about that person that you love? And we identify the qualities, the values, Do they see themselves doing the same thing? And how much can we build toward that, toward that, while at the same time finding their voice? Because we can always mimic another voice, but my ultimate goal is for them to find their own best voice. 
It's excellent. This is the Entrepreneur's Radio Show and Podcast on KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM. We're talking today with Dr. Miluna Fausch, founder of Pitch Perfect Presentations. For more information, feel free to visit melunafausch.com. Again, melunafausch.com. We can touch again, uh, Miluna, about presence and the importance of presence. I don't know... Well, you're you're the professional, obviously. So I, I I don't know. I believe in it firmly, 100%. How do you access it in a business or an organizational capacity for a person to have that gravitas and presence in front of uh, you know whether it's five people or fifty thousand or five hundred thousand people? It's the best way I can say it is to get out of our own way. Oh, so our <laughs> our ego serves a purpose, but when the ego starts driving us, now we have a situation. We have a situation. <laughs> it's going within. I happen to believe in a higher power, meditation, prayer, quiet time, breath. It can be whatever frame of reference, a visualization that the person can do. It's understanding that our ego can't run the show because that's when we become a talking head. When we can learn to own our power and our power for good and stop being so concerned what other people think because people are not judging us or really thinking about us nearly as much as we think. Sadly. Most people are thinking <laughs> of themselves. Let's be honest. Most people are probably thinking about themselves. Yeah. And I, I like to teach them the audience is rooting for you. Most people want you to do well. They want to feel your world. They want to know what you think. That's why we're there even if we're required to be there by our company. So it's understanding we are a channel, we are a vessel. Julia Cameron, I'm rereading and reworking the artist's way. And she calls it spiritual electricity. Mm. And she says for her, there's no difference between artist and creator. So we understand as business people, as artists, as entrepreneurs, startups, CEOs, we are the creator and we are the artist, whatever that means. And we have to take our stage, our pulpit, our boardroom and own it and show up and be in the moment. Be in that moment. When did you arrive at, uh, not uh, obviously as a professional, but if you can look back, go back as far as you can, Meluna, to where you saw yourself being who you are now. Yesterday. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it, it has been such a journey. I, I'm still changing my voice. My voice changes and grows every day as well because I have to walk my own talk. It's never ending. I would say a couple of years ago, I really came into my own. There are moments when I was on stage as a performer and when I was singing and when I was selling that I was in that place, in that moment, in my power. Now I'm able to access it and be much more consistent. And I choose to show up that way almost all of the time, and I'm so much better at it. 
I can attest to that. That's you're, you're excellent. We're gonna uh, unfortunately coming to the uh, close of our this show, your show. What would you like to share with uh, your audience that we may not have touched on in uh, in our time together uh, today? I think one of the most precious forces forces for good, in my opinion, is our ability to express. And the reason I've always been in love with the voice is because it's so different. Even though I played piano and flute, to me, the voice is the ultimate and the original instrument. Mm. I believe first we sang, first we spoke, mama's lullabies, daddy's voice, and then we probably created drums because we love that rhythm and percussion. And what I want people to know is when you find your voice, your message, your branding, and your personal expression, your confidence skyrockets, your EQ, emotional intelligence goes up, you're stronger mentally, you're brighter, you're more brilliant, and it's healthier. Because when we hold back, for example, if I whisper, it's actually very hard on my vocal cords. We're actually designed to speak Mm. up and out and let your voice be heard because one voice changes everything. Dr. Maluna Fausch, it's been an honor and a real joy having you uh, on your show today. Thank you very much. It is my pleasure. I hope you consider back coming back on our show sometime soon. I really do. I would love it. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to the Entrepreneur's Radio Show and Podcast. Our guest today has been Dr. Meluna Fausch, founder of Pitch Perfect Presentations. Meluna coaches founders, executives, leaders, and professionals in the art and science of effective, dynamic public speaking presentations and pitches. Her superpowers include, I love that, superpowers include an intuitive, creative, and scientific problem-solving perspective coming from a multifaceted experience in the 9-to-5 world as an entrepreneur, and on stage and screen as a performer. For more information, feel free to visit melunafausch.com. Again, melunafausch.com. Join us again next time when we welcome another purpose-driven entrepreneur or high-performing game-changer committed to ideas, positive outcomes, and a better world. I'm Tom Dioro. The Entrepreneur's Radio Show and Podcast is recorded at Stanford University Studios in Palo Alto, California, and on location. The chief recording engineer is Aris Chikopoulos, chief engineer Mark Lawrence, and we're all assisted by Peter Caroline and Omar L. Sabrout. And the executive producer and host of The Entrepreneur Show is Tom Dio. If you wish to contact us, our email address is interviews at kzsu.stanford.edu. Again, that's interviews at kzsu.stanford.edu.